Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, with another episode, hey, it's about to go down. Yeah, go on, send that text. Yeah, send out the mass text. Uh, uh-huh. Welcome back to another episode of One Time for the Fan. I'm your host, Jack Spate. Checking in, got my homeboy, Bodie 3000 with me. Bodie, what's good, man? How's everything? Shit. Everything is glorious. It's a great glorious. day. It's a wonderful day. Nice, 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 man. It's good to hear. It's good to hear, man. We didn't get a chance to do a show on Wednesday. Um, I wasn't here. I was on vacation. And of course, you know, what's the point of doing the show when you're on vacation having some fun, right? I mean, it's, it's off yeah. season, right? Yeah, I know Jack was putting up shingles on somebody's roof in Florida. That was his <laughs> vacation. Hey, uh, we all gotta, we all gotta make it. Yeah, make a living. I caught some work down in Florida. Yeah, yeah, you can say. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good thing it's not hurricane season because, you know. Brought my equipment now, but uh, yeah, me and the family went out there. We had a good time, so uh, vacation was nice. And uh, we are back with some more uh, one time for the fan. Of course, every Sunday, every Wednesday, eight o'clock, right here, uh, Facebook, YouTube, talking about those Atlanta Falcons. And there was some Falcons news while we were away. Okay, <laughs> now we were discussing this in the chat, um, and this is the Troy Anderson rookie report. Uh, with RR, uh, catcast.com. They will be in here shortly. Um, Ryan and Ryan, uh, two podcasters that uh, do a very good job covering Montana State football. So we're going to be talking about Troy Anderson shortly. But while we were away the past week, some news came out about the Falcons, about a player who we, we did a Bodie's breakdown on. And then... Six, 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 six days later, he retires. Yeah. Eddie Goldman, man, what, what, what's, what's up with Eddie Goldman, man? What's that all about, man? I could, last time we talked, you know, it, it was all good. Now, you know, a week later, no more Eddie Goldman. I don't know, man. <laughs> I did. You see, I've been wearing a hat for like a month, Lisa, because my head was looking like who did it and why. But yeah, I just got them fresh braids, you know. Um, yeah, Eddie Goldman, man, look, I don't know. I mean, maybe the man got some life stuff going on. You you never know with these guys. 
it, it's, it's unfortunate for us because we was looking forward and we had him the one, two, he helping Grady, blah, 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 all that stuff. We just pivot. We're Falcon fans, so we pivot. Mm-hmm. We pivot and we move on. So gives uh cats like Anthony Rush and uh the other Vincent guy, Taylor. Vincent Taylor, a chance to uh step up and do do something. I was gonna say Marlon Davidson too, but Marlon Davidson apparently lost some weight to play more of the edge. But I don't even I know if he's gonna be able to make this roster. So oh Taekwon Graham as well. Taekwon Graham. We're gonna see. Like I said, Marlon Davidson got talent, mm-hmm. and uh we had high hopes for him in the draft. So I mean, mm-hmm. let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Also, while we were away, some Jimmy G news came out. Jimmy Garoppolo. The Grops. You know. Uh, Falcon fans, just for some reason, always try to find a way. Not all all Falcons fans, but Mm -hmm. some Falcons fans were saying, this is the opportunity. Go snag Jimmy G. We got to get Jimmy G. First of all, Falcons fans. Okay. We don't have the money to pay Jimmy G. That's number one, right? (laughs) Even if we did have the money to pay Jimmy G, right? You wouldn't want to pay Jimmy G, right? You you, you get where I'm going with this? He's a, what, 31, 32-year-old quarterback. Hasn't really shown us much, you know, Mm -hmm. in the NFL. What did he do last season? Uh, or the season before his team made a little playoff run they made a playoff run um not paying jimmy g 25 million to come over here after you just paid Mariota that 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 portion mm -hmm. after you have desmond ritter which is your future franchise quarterback here in atlanta so the news of jimmy g coming to atlanta falcons fans don't believe the hype do not believe the hype it's still going to be Mariota. still going to be ritter uh, we talked about it. I don't know if Franks has an opportunity to make that QB3. I, you don't want Franks to be the QB3, trust me. Uh, you want him to probably fit that role at tight end and being the fourth yeah. tight end on the roster because shit at OTAs, he damn sure was doing a pretty good job to us. you know. But we'll find mm-hmm. out Friday at training camp what Franks' role will be going forward. Um, yeah. Ryan Foley from uh, R&R Cat Cast is is right here in the lobby. He's getting ready to join us here. Uh, we're going to talk some Troy Anderson. Uh, of course, it's the rookie report. If you missed the last rookie report, right? So we had Arnold Ebicati. Um, It was Kyle J. Andrews from a uh, Baltimore Star, one of the reporters. We had uh, Drake London rookie report um, with Carlo Jimenez um, mm-hmm. from KXSC uh, Student Radio out there in USC, um, Pac-12 Network. So... Every time we have a rookie report, we want to try to bring somebody to you who is familiar with that team. And a lot of Falcons fans are not familiar with Montana State football. So when Troy Anderson was selected, we saw it, Bodie, from the chats to the Twitter to everything. People was like, who? 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 I mean, some scouts knew who Troy Anderson was, and a lot of people who covered the NFL knew who Troy Anderson I knew. was. But you knew. They caught me off guard. I thought, at the, I thought that at, at that point it was going to go – Edge rusher, not edge rusher, um, guard. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to go guard in the third round. We covered the draft that day. I thought it was going to go guard or at least safety, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they selected yeah. Troy Anderson. And after you gave me the breakdown of Troy Anderson, I started watching some more film, and I was like, wow, this guy's pretty good. You yeah. know? So it's, 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 a, it's a good 
opportunity to always invite uh, other people who cover uh, sports. So we have Ryan and Ryan here, right? Check this out. We've got Ryan and Ryan. Hey guys. What's Hello. going on, guys? How y'all doing? <laughs> Pretty good. How you doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. Uh, how's nice. y'all day going? How's y'all weekend? I'm on vacation back in Montana, so I'm having a good time. Nice, nice, oh, nice, man. man. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, so give us a little bit of information about uh, you know, you two guys, how you guys came together, how you guys uh, started the, the, the this this podcast, and what's what you guys' direction going forward? I could take that. Uh, it was really uh. But that is, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to point at the screen right there. That we're not used to the YouTube version. We don't do video. We do. Oh, audio. you don't do video. Oh, no, okay. no. this is like what do I do yeah. with my hands, Ricky Bobby yeah, situation yeah. here. Yep, All right. that's how it was. Uh, in 2018, uh, Ryan called me up and said, "Hey, uh, we should start a podcast for Montana State." And I was like, "I don't know, man. That just sounds really kind of stupid. Like, who's gonna ever listen to us, anyways?" And uh, mm -hmm. he kept pestering me about it. My wife, she's like, "Yeah, give it a shot," and you know. So we recorded a conversation one night in uh as back in 2018 and now and now it's grown. We've we've done it every every year since then. Um we're up over a thousand followers on our Twitter account, probably. Nice. Uh you know, we have quite a few episodes and been polishing our game uh mm -hmm. for a while now. But uh mainly we cover the football portion. We we, we dabble in uh, Montana State basketball, especially in the COVID season when uh, football got canceled. But mm -hmm. just Ryan and I were two fans. We both live in Washington, both went to Montana State. Okay. And um, so that's kind of our background. Nice, nice, nice. Um, see, what we have this Ricky report that we do here with one time for the fans. So we covered Drake London. Uh, we already covered covered uh, Arnold Ebicati, and of course now with the Falcons making that next selection, Troy Anderson. Um, so I saw the opportunity to reach out to you guys. I, I followed your page right there on Twitter. Uh, checked out some information of you guys, and I like, man, you guys are legit. This is this is this is going to be a nice little Ricky report. Um, the past two Ricky reports we did w went pretty well. Uh, we tried to keep it in thirty minutes. The last one went what two hours, Bodie, by accident. Uh, because we got but so much. We're information. not gonna do that. To you guys yeah, we're not gonna do it tonight. So thirty minutes, thirty minutes. But uh, we just talked so much about Arnold Ebicati and all the fans in the chat was just so excited. Um, the show just kept going and just kept going. So um, we just love to talk football, you know. And yeah, we're sure. big Atlanta Falcons fans and a player. That now plays for the Atlanta Falcons came from Montana State, and a lot of people are excited. And then there's a lot of people that don't know about this player. So, for the Atlanta Falcon fans out there, um, give us a little bit of information about Montana State football. Okay, uh, sure. Montana State um, has had has had pretty good success in the 20th century here, uh, 21st century, excuse me, since two, 2002, basically. Um, last year we made it all the way to the national championship game, uh, lost to North Dakota state who wins the thing every single freaking year. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's a story, it's a storied program. There's, there's a couple guys, there's one guy in the actually NFL hall of fame, Jan Stenrud played mm -hmm. at Montana state. I mean, it's Montana state playing football since like what fully like 1890, 1900, something around there. We play mm -hmm. our annual rival against, uh, the Grizzlies been playing that 122 years. Yeah, no, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> uh, you know, there's been a lot of good football played in Montana State, all the way from uh, NAIA Division II, FCS, been playing a long time. And uh, mm -hmm. always been a proud tradition, a good program. Put some other guys in the NFL. I haven't had a guy drafted since uh, Joey Thomas. Joey, yeah, Joey Thomas. Joey Thomas, 2006. Mm -hmm. went to, uh, he went number 70 to the 
Green the Bay Packers. Yeah, Green Bay mm-hmm. Packers. But we had lots of undrafted guys signing here and there. But uh, yeah, it's a good program, and um, you know it's, it's been growing. Stadium expansions, new athletic centers, keeping up in the arms race even at the FCS level. So nice. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Nice. And for you guys covering uh, Montana State football, you guys had the opportunity to witness Troy Anderson play there too as well. Um, what type of player do you think the Atlanta Falcons are getting on defense when it comes to Troy Anderson? You want to go first there, Foley? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you can watch his highlight tapes. I mean, if you just look at the physical prowess he has, I think the things that uh, jump off to me, he's like a tiger shark. I mean, that guy is like speed in space, and that's the thing I think that Falcons will probably will lean into. Uh, but I, I mean, go past just what you see, the flashes on on YouTube, the highlight film. I think the guy you're getting is one of the most intelligent uh, football players probably on your team. Um, one thing that you guys probably don't know about Troy was he was a finalist for the Willie V. Campbell Award, which is basically the Heisman Trophy winner for... Like the academic Heisman. Yeah, the yeah. Ac- mm-hmm. academic Heisman. And he's one, out of, one of 13 in, in the entire nation. He carried a 3.91 GPA. Mm-hmm. The coaches, when they talk about Troy, like our old coaches, one of his favorite things to say was he's like a one-rep dude. Like mm-hmm. he only needs one rep to get it down. Um, and that was a couple coaches would be talking about Troy like that. So uh, Troy is like an unassuming, like super nice guy. We never got a chance to meet Troy in person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he's uh, he's not on the socials. I think he does have a Twitter account, maybe an Instagram yeah, his account. Twitter is like super old. It, he doesn't yeah. They gave him the blue check mark just because now he's in the NFL, but I don't even think he noticed it. And all he, he does talks- is retweet accolades from his teammates on, on Twitter. He doesn't do anything for himself on there. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is yeah. quintessential Troy Anderson, really. Yeah. yeah well, we have a training camp Friday. I'll do my best to try to reach out to him. I'm a, it's an open practice to the fans, so we'll be out there pretty early. Cool. Yeah, his personality is very unassuming, very pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he's come from a small town. He's a rancher, rancher's kid, um, I assume, from Dillon. I, I, he made yes. it in the agri- agricultural business. Um, but... Like he just carries himself with such confidence and mm-hmm. uh, quietness that you just believe in him when you watch him. You're like, holy cow! Like he doesn't say much, but he leaves it, like his performance is uh, on the yeah, yeah, it's on the field. It's, he's so fun to watch. But uh, I think um, like as fans, you're gonna see like like I said, the, the highlight videos pop. But what you yeah. don't see is his intelligence and his just his character. He's he's a tremendous leader. Yeah, because not only playing linebacker, he also played running back. He played some safety. He played linebacker. Uh, I mean, uh, quarterback. Don't forget quarterback. <laughs> quarterback. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just completely. Uh, yeah. Uh, Montana State, right? It's a small yep. school. Um, how many in attendance over there at Montana State for a game day? I would get between eighteen and twenty thousand usually. Eighteen and twenty thousand. Okay. Um, a lot of Falcon fans are used to seeing players come from big name schools, right? And then you mm-hmm. see some of the players come from the smaller schools and. They don't know if the kid can, you know, adapt to the NFL environment. You're playing in, no, we're not the Superdome, the Caesars, the Caesars Dome now, New Orleans, but that's a hostile environment over there. Sure. For a rookie, uh, trying to hear the snap count, trying to hear everything that's on the field, it could be a lot for him. Playing in Seattle this year, playing in SoFi this year. Um, and we do believe Troy would be on the field a lot. Um, Bodie, I think we agreed that Troy, Troy should be the starting linebacker uh, come week one. Looking at the Falcons situation with Dion now, um, on the injured list, um, the one-year deal with Rashad Evans, and they don't know what they're doing with Makai Walker. This is an opportunity for Troy to become a starter. 
And mm-hmm. hopefully the Falcon fans can see that Troy could be a future franchise linebacker. We haven't had that in a long time here in Atlanta. Uh, we had Devon Gray Campbell, and then he went on to the Packers. He got the bag with Green Bay. We had Foyer, led the league in tackles last year. Now he's in Jacksonville. Dion's injured. So we need somebody in the middle. We need a presence, right? For Troy Anderson, like, is he ready to, like, fit this starting role position going into the NFL? Um, is, you think he's ready for this? So I would think, like, mentally, from that aspect, I think he more than – he is more than ready for that. He's handled some big moments at Montana State. I mean, twice every other year you play in Missoula, and that's twenty-eight thousand crazy Grizz fans on the one of the most bitter rivals you'll find. And usually you play at FBS schools. He played at Washington State one year, so I mean he's had some bigger environments. But you know, running through the playoffs last year and going all the way to the national championship game on ESPN two. I mean, that's a big time environment. The pressure really doesn't get to Troy. I don't mm-hmm. think he's just kind of a cool, cool cucumber kind of guy. Um, he's very much like an aw shucks, leave it to Bieber kind of personality. <laughs> I think he's just like, he's just so happy to be playing football and like, well, I can't believe I'm in the NFL kind of mentality. Like <laughs> it's not going to get to him. There's no, there's no pressure on Troy Anderson in that regard. Uh, now if you're, if you're talking like a physical side of things, I mean, he physically, obviously he is ready, but he, he does, he has a lot to learn. I think as a linebacker to mm-hmm. be a successful linebacker in the NFL, he was drafted. I think a lot on his like, uh, ceiling and his athleticism, but just, just from his first game at Wyoming, uh, when he went up against Chad Muma, who was another highly regarded linebacker yep. actually. And so we saw them both playing the field at the same time. That's pretty interesting. I thought Chad Muma at the time was a better linebacker because he's been playing linebacker for pretty much his entire football career. Troy Anderson has been tossed around like a chess piece, but mm-hmm. he went, but from his first game to his last game against North Dakota state, his, his growth was tremendous. So I think, you know, you give him a, a training camp, you know, with and some you know, some NFL coaching. I think he's going to get up to speed pretty quick. Like like Foley said, he's a one rep guy. That's kind of the thing. I don't know um, what you'll get out of him his first year, but, you know, he will get there, I think. It may not be right away. It may take a few games, but I think he'll be ready for the moment in every kind of way you can. Well, the good thing about the Falcons drafting Troy Anderson is um, Dean Pease had a lot to do with that. I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys know about Dean Pease, the legendary Hall of Fame coach who now is our defensive coordinator. Um, for, he don't have to coach. But Bodie, we talked about it last week. Dean Pease doesn't have to coach. There's no reason why he should be in here right now. But he's trying to uh, help Arthur Smith. He's trying to help this team rebuild and rebrand. Um, drafting Troy Anderson shows that you know you're looking for a linebacker who can get after the quarterback dean dean pease loves to blitz some of the linebackers he had in the past you know last year just couldn't get to the quarterback a lot of missed opportunities um rashad evans now he brought over from tennessee uh troy anderson drafting him honor ebicady d'angelo malone pass rushes they're about to get to the quarterback yes we're gonna get some we're definitely gonna get some sacks starting week one against the saints uh troy anderson definitely is a player that i believe uh it's going to go a long way here with Atlanta, but Bodie, you had a question. Um, you're a big Troy Anderson guy because as soon as the pick came in, you was excited. Mm-hmm. We did the live draft that day. We covered it for three hours for the Atlanta Falcons, and then day two we did yeah. three hours, and then day three we did five hours on the stream. So, Whew. yeah, we love the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we hear you. Hey, Come I, on now, let's I was go. not yeah. ready for that yeah. one. But, uh, you're talking to another fan based podcast here. We know. We travel with them, yeah. man. We love the Atlanta Falcons, man. It's it's it's, nice. it's been a rough, awesome. 
going a long time. You know, I mean, this this team, sure. we want them to do big things, but we know that they are in a rebuilding stage right now. And it's tough, you know, because I'm a season ticket holder and I'm like, man, yeah, my money. Y'all take my money. But, we got, yeah. you know, we're trying to see some wins out here. But I think this season is going to be a big turnaround for us. So, Odie, please, you got another question for them? Yeah, yeah. Um, like you mentioned, uh, you, you were talking about uh, big name linebackers. I was like, considering that, you know, the Falcons passed over a Chad Muma, they passed over a Nicobe yep. Dean, you know, a yep. Homer, Go Dogs, National yep. Champs. Um, you know, it passed <laughs> over uh, Christian Harris uh, yeah. from Alabama. You know, all these big name linebackers. And he got picked before all of those guys. So my question to you guys, just uh, opinion-based, I guess, is, uh, you know, what does that say about the Falcons, what the Falcons think about Troy Sealy? Like what he could absolutely become in this league, because I think, you know, it's it's just that's telling. That's very mm-hmm. telling that you know you pass over D one uh, championship talent, and you got a guy you know from a school that you know most people don't haven't heard of, you know, mm-hmm. and just he just you know he just he's an imposing figure. So just to you guys, I'm just curious, what does that say about his ceiling? Go ahead, Tony. I think you we're going to talk about this. Yep. Yeah, I could. Uh, real quick here, I think another. Uh, you mentioned the why the Falcons drafted him. I think uh, Michael Petrie's on your staff, right? Yeah. Yes. He he was a he was also running, running back coach. coach over was, there, right? Yeah, for his yeah, freshman year. So I'm sure he was putting all the whispers in the ears there. <laughs> hey, you yeah. know, shout out to Michael Petrie, man. Help him out. Yeah. No, he was a good coach. He was a he went to what Oregon, Oregon State after the Cats, and then ended up mm-hmm. in the, down in Atlanta. But uh, um. You know, I think it says a lot that he was drafted that high, but athleticism is through the roof. His RAS score is whatever, 9.9 or 10. I don't know. Is it as good as you can get, basically? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing with Troy Anderson, though, I think what propels him above some other picks is some of the intangible stuff. And you're never going to have any off-the-field problem with Troy Anderson like yeah. for any reason whatsoever. He's not going to be a, a toxic trait in the linebacker room, on the in the locker room, that is. Excuse me. You're not going to get any of that kind of problem from him. So I mean I don't know how much that is worth in the NFL to to players or to coaches and stuff like that, but I mean that has to play into what I would imagine. And yeah, his ceiling I think is just so high. And you know he, if he struggles, he's not the kind of guy who's going to like fold and quit. He's he's he will persevere through it and he will get better and he will learn from any mistakes that he has. Mm-hmm. So I just there's too many positives on that on that side of things. And his athletic ceiling is so high. I, I mean that's why you take him high. We you and I. We set the over and under at uh, what seventy, right? We were thinking anywhere, you know, between like 50, 55 and eighty is kind of where we were thinking he would be drafted. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, fifty eight was a little higher than I was maybe thinking. But I, I don't think it's out of the question at all, especially if you got a rebuild, rebuilding like linebacker room. I think it's going to be kind of a great fit. Yeah, because the linebacker room is kind of shaky here in Atlanta. You got a lot of one year deals. Other than Deion Jones, you don't know what his situation is going forward. I mean, I, we think he might stay here with the with the Falcons, but how old is he? Uh, what is he? Twenty six now? Twenty seven? Like twenty? No, Deion's like twenty eight. Twenty eight? Yeah, yeah. But you know this this shoulder surgery and last year he didn't want to tackle. It, it, it looks like the shoulder surgery was hitting him last season midway through the season. He didn't want to tell the coaches, and then he got to the end of the season had the surgery. Now training camp starting, and you know. We won't see him out there probably for the first three or four weeks. Um, but we'll find out soon about Deion Jones' situation. But other linebackers have to fit the scheme right now. And a 3-4 defense, it's not really Deion's mold. He's a 4-3 guy. Um, and 
Troy and Makai Walker and Rashad Evans fit more of the 3-4 scheme. So that's going to be more reps for Troy. Um, we're going to be seeing it this Friday and Saturday because training camp's starting. They're going to – them pads come on Saturday. So people's losing their job real soon. It'll but be interesting to see how he transitions to that because the MSU ran like a 4-2-5 mm-hmm. uh, his senior year. is basically two linebackers, and mm-hmm. that was uh, Trey Anderson and another guy who can run – you know, almost as good Trey Anderson, really. Uh, but uh, what, what do you think, Philly? What do you think his ceiling is? Geez, you know, something that uh, I was thinking about today is Troy never ceased to surprise me. Like, I remember 2018, we talked about Troy Anderson, like, every episode, and we were just lamenting it. We were like, man, why are we running this guy at quarterback? Like, we were playing this guy at quarterback, and he came mm-hmm. up. Every episode about, an argument about yeah, Troy like, <laughs> our quarterback. And uh, <laughs> he's uh he uh, in two years playing offense, he had the second most touchdowns for Bobcats all time. So mm-hmm. I mean, that just tells you something about how special he is. Troy could be, I mean, conceivably an All Pro one day. I mean, that's that's a huge thing to say. But he's that kind of guy where he just, if he can stay healthy, that's the biggest thing. He's had some lingering injuries. He's had some shoulder stuff. He had mm-hmm. a knee thing that kept him out for a while. If he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. um, I mean. He's a like like I said, he's a very intelligent man. He's he's a quick learner, and he has just such great speed. I think that's the thing that you guys are gonna love. Four four two, right? Oh my gosh, Le- like, legit, oh, oh, legit. Jack, Jack, I wanted to ask you then, like, <coughs> how do you think the Falcons are gonna use him? Because I'm I was thinking about this over the week as we we're preparing for this. I was like, are you guys running like big nickel, big dime? Because I could see Troy being like his best. His best assets, I think, is when he's in space mm-hmm. or when he's unencumbered to to go get the quarterback, like you said, like rushing. That's uh, what sacking. it seems like they're going to be using with Dean Pease. Okay. He's going to be in the plays just to go get the quarterback. And that's where it comes to Deion Jones now because he's your coverage guy. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be there to cover your check downs and your tight ends because that's what he yeah. was doing in the first place. But yeah. he had Devondre Campbell next to him who wanted to tackle. He had Foya Loken next to him who wanted to tackle. Both of them are gone. So yeah. if Deion's going to be there, you're gonna to have to have a guy next to him who's gonna get downhill. You got to get to the quarterback. Yeah. So I say the same. Like I believe yeah. he's gonna be in the middle. He's gonna be yeah. inside. They already uh, said. So uh, can, yeah. Smith said he's gonna be in the middle. He's gonna be a Mike. Yeah. yeah. So he's gonna uh, he's gonna be just able to you know pinpoint where to go and you know I've been watching his tape like dudes like you say he's burst he, gets he bursts it. off the line like he mm-hmm. gets there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah perfect is him being in the middle and probably being the he's probably if you ask me he's probably the best. Uh, middle linebacker probably the best tackle we got because he can get there he's fast <laughs> and he he's <laughs> unafraid like, here's a good question for just, uh, you guys have an nfl comparison of a player for troy yes yeah i've thought about that i i really don't i've heard people say brian rulacker if you're gonna go that way but i don't know if i okay. agree with that necessarily yeah uh, but i don't i don't really have anyone better mm. <laughs> he's kind yeah. of a unique beast in a lot of ways what about uh like a like a young luke Eakley? Yeah, I could see that yeah. too. I could see that. Yeah. yeah, I see that more than anything because Luke Keekley was very athletic, just like Troy is. So, yeah, and he was tall, and yeah, they just they marry each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Troy yeah. will have be- better speed than Luke did, though. Yeah, yeah. One thing, uh, one thing I was wondering about is uh, where Ryan and I saw some things Troy could improve on is his mm-hmm. run fits. Like he's mm-hmm. not like I would say if if we had like a criticism of Troy would be when he gets mixed up in the wash and when he's filling a gap, you know, mm-hmm. he's shedding yep. blocks is not his best thing. Do you think the Falcons will rely on him to do that a lot as a Mike? We, I mean, 
we hope every lane is open for a yeah. linebacker when you get into of course. the quarterback. <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> of course. Every course. Grady Jarrett, you have Grady Jarrett in front of you, and I think Grady Jarrett takes a lot of the pressure off of you know other players around him because he gets triple teamed a lot now yeah. um, with this new scheme. So if the linebackers around, like Dean Pease told us a couple weeks ago, Bodie, the missed opportunities, we were right there. Mm-hmm. And then they just couldn't get the quarterback to the ground. They couldn't get the tackle for loss. So many plays. They're trying to scheme up cornerback blitzes and safety blitzes. Remember, Dean Pease had Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs, Ray Lewis, some of these great players over the years. Um, yeah. And for his, you know, how old is Dean Pease now, uh, buddy? We, we talked about how old is he? 70, early 70s. Early 70s. So he's trying to rebuild this Falcons defense now after he got his Super Bowl rings now. So he has to get a Richie Grant, Troy Anderson, Arnold Ebicady. He's trying to rebuild these names. So I think Troy Anderson has to, like you guys said, he just has to just, you know, be in that. He has to be there. He has to be ready to go at all times. Um, and he does have opportunity to win the starting job. I'm telling you guys, those one-year deals don't look better than that rookie deal that Troy Anderson got. And because he was selected so high, he's going to be on the field week one against the Saints. I mean, Definitely. that's that's one thing he improved upon a lot in his time is just, you know, reading the offense and knowing where to go like once he knows where he's going he is extremely fast and he is decisive and he will blow by anyone in his way but you know sometimes he's just a little slower to react and that's just instinctual those things mm-hmm. come with more reps real game mm-hmm. reps and he got so much better so yeah but once he once he knows where he's going he is mm-hmm. incredibly fast well here's one quick question for you so i know in the past falcon fans knew that tack mckinley and vic beasley when they were drafted they used to take plays off is troy anderson a guy to take plays off or he's a high motor guy no. is he ready to go is he Transon won't take a playoff and he'll paint the field after he's done and then he'll like water it and then <laughs> take your groceries home for you and then give you a ride home. <laughs> uh, yo, man, this is great. This is so great right now. He's a ranch uh, kid from small town, Montana. He doesn't know the meaning of taking anything off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Troy Anderson, Ricky report right here with uh, R&R Cat Cast, uh, Ryan Foley. Ryan, you're on vacation right now. The what's it, Ryan, your, I'm sorry, your last name? That's me over here, Thornbrick. Okay. I'm on Thornbrick. vacation. Okay. Like, you're on vacation. Ryan, like, okay. you're on vacation, Ryan. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, every Wednesday, every Sunday here, 8 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Um, another quick question for you guys. If you could describe Troy uh, in one word, uh, what would it be? Man, I thought a lot about that one. I think you got an answer fully. I'm going to continue to think. You go ahead. Okay, yeah. I thought a lot about this too, and I couldn't decide on one. No, too hard. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go two words. Intelligent menace is what nice. I'm saying. Um, and I was listening, and I picked up on the menace from a broadcast. I can't remember, but my I was watching highlights today, just getting pumped up for this, and I was like, man, that's such a good that's such a good term for Troy because he is he is like. Like I said, he's like a tiger shark on the field, just looking for the prey. And then when mm-hmm. he sees it, like his ability to get to that that person, that player, is unmatched. His ability to shed blocks, just oh, man, I just love it. So yeah, he's super smart and he's a menace. So mm-hmm. he'll lay it all nice, out. Nice. Field. Well, for Montana State, he's the word would be legend, but that's not yeah. the word I'm going to use here. But <laughs> the, the guy's going to have a statue. I mean, he's like Jim Thorpe type. Guy yeah. in Mont, he's going to be a hero forever. Never going to buy himself buy buy a beer in Montana ever again. Uh, I would say warrior. I was I was thinking about this, and warrior came to my mind. And I thought that's a great word for him because he's going to give it his all. He's going to leave it all on the field every time. He's going to try mm-hmm. his hardest. And you've seen if you watch on the highlight tapes, you see a couple touchdown runs where he's got a big old club on his yep. hand because he's got like a broken hand, but yep. he's out there getting a seventy yard touchdown run anyway. 
stiff arping people with his club, um, <laughs> using it as a weapon. Uh, you know, he's he's a guy who just cares a lot. He's he's really you don't see him taunting very much, but when you see him getting fired up, and uh, you know, he's a warrior. He's gonna give it his all, and I think that'd be the word I would describe. That's good. That's good. Um, because you mentioned the highlight tapes now. What Good game job. or play do you guys remember where Troy was just that player where you said, this guy's going to the NFL. He's definitely going to be playing on Sundays, and some team is going to uh, get a very special player on defense or offense. Hell, you can play Ram Wildcat the way that the Falcons might be running this new right. offense. Um, yeah. I won't mind him taking a couple snaps at quarterback the way it's looking. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, what game or highlight would you say uh, just made you say, wow? <laughs> For sure. Uh, well, you probably haven't watched too many highlights of him as quarterback. If you're saying you want him as quarterback, that's a that is a strong chested man throwing a ball. It looks like it too. It's, it's a little, <laughs> just like chucking a javelin as hard as he can. Uh, but yeah, wildcat <laughs> quarterback. That's that's you know, as long as you're not asking him to pass the ball too much, you'd be fine. Um, yeah, plays that made me think he might go in the NFL. I mean, the play that I, th I thought I saw him that could be very special. This crazy tiny play in his first collegiate game at Washington State. Where he just, you know, he, he's just one of those guys that you're looking at in the stands, like who, who's that guy? He's kind of a who's that guy guy, mm -hmm. and he almost busted a touchdown run against Washington State, and he got tripped up by the toes. He ended up with like 80 yards on 11 carries, just as a true freshman guy, mm -hmm. six like six three, two ten. I'm like, you could just see it right then on the offensive side of the ball. But I wouldn't say it really solidified my belief that he's going to be an NFL talent all the way until, you know, this year. And I'm probably stealing Ryan's, and I'm sorry, but the South Dakota State semifinal game i'm sure that one's on the highlight reel where he tracks down an all-american running back uh is it isaiah Di isaiah davis right for south dakota state and tackles yeah. him for he the loss him, fumbles, yeah, yeah. Knocks the ball out no mm -hmm. it, this one's not a fumble he, he wraps him up and takes him down it was a fourth and one early on in the game from like the seven yard line and he takes him down and you could see that was like the full development you could see all the development all the years culminating in that moment and like mm -hmm. troy is like arrived as a legit linebacker, finally, like all the hype, all the talking, all the years, is he a quarterback? Is he a running back? Is he a linebacker? I think that proved he's arrived. Nice. Nice. Ryan. Yeah. To kind of piggyback on what Thorny was saying, like his, I would say as far as like talking to your like point about going to the NFL, like if you just look at the breadth of the postseason, um, the playoffs, his sideline to sideline speed, like when you go go back and watch the Sam Houston State uh, quarterfinal yeah. game, mm -hmm. and the way he attacks gaps and can, um, you know, just beat beat the guy to the spot is just unreal. Uh, Thorny took mine with that uh, semifinal game. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, uh, if I was one of my favorite parts about Troy Anderson was, was nothing to do with his uh, defensive prowess, but in 2018 when we ran him at quarterback, I was just I was hating life. <laughs> I was like because we had a legit quarterback, I was like we should air out the ball, but mm -hmm. we ran QB power for a full year, and he was voted uh, All American <laughs> first team like All American single, single wing QB power. And so here's, here's what you're like gonna high you guys, school offense. You guys are gonna get treated to something. I was telling Thorny about this this week. I was like, they're gonna have a Troy Anderson moment. Troy's gonna either pick off a pass, or he's gonna he's gonna get a fumble, or he, whenever he gets the ball in his hands, and you're gonna see this man run 
like nothing else you've ever seen before. It, it looks a little bit unorthodox. He looks like he's galloping <laughs> it a little bit. And we, we yeah. would watch this guy do QB power. If he could get through, if he could find a hole and beat the mm-hmm. first line of defense, it was over. It was it over, was like, yeah. You know, I mean, if nobody ever like, caught him from behind no. his entire, <laughs> it's, it's, which is just ridiculous. He, he had ran, like eight, like 10 or eight yeah. or 10 runs of like 60 yard plus in like one season. No, he had uh, like nine games over 100 yards rushing in, in that season. He had one game where he had 211 yards just rushing. He passed for over 100 that game, and he caught Jeez. a pass for 36 yards. <laughs> he did catch it. <laughs> um, so as you're saying this, I'm making note to ask Coach on Friday. You guys running QB power on a third yeah, one this year? Exactly. <laughs> so if he sees his hole, he yeah. sees his spot. Like I was just like it was like banging your head against a wall watching that offense because it, we ran the you know probably four plays that year mm. but he was so electric doing it and you guys are going to have that moment where you see troy anderson in his it's not going to be a tackle play but it's going to be on a interception or a, a fumble recovery and he's just gonna he's just gonna jet and you're gonna be yeah. like holy cow who is that guy yeah that's that's this is this is great to hear because um like i said we're rebuilding this defense and these players that are now a part of the atlanta falcons um we want to see them shine we want to see them really help this defense get from the last in the league or hell losing the back of the pack, but the last in the league to at least top 15. And it's been a while, you know, so Troy Anderson is going to be one of the players. Arnold Ebicate is going to be another player. Um, D'Angelo Malone. We have another Rick report coming up shortly with uh, some, some really good podcasters that covered uh, uh, Western Kentucky. So that's going to be pretty cool too, as well. Uh, Hilltoppers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Oh, so for Montana state, what's the big game for you guys this season? This season, I mean, it's always Cat Grizz. That's University of Montana every single year. But other than that, uh, who we got on the schedule this year, Foley? We got Oregon State. We got Oregon State, which I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to. We're actually going to that game down It's in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Other than that, for the FCS, we got Weber, Weber State, right? Weber State's yeah. on the schedule. I'll probably say Weber State. They're always in the contention. And for NFL teams, what's your NFL team now? You guys oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty funny story. I'm a Rams fan, and he's a Bengals fan, so we had kind of a butting of heads. There it there is. That oh, had to man. be a great Super Bowl. Hey, you grew uh, up in, Mon- at least grew up in Montana. You. you just like randomly pick teams. Like uh, Rams, I guess. Sure, why not? <laughs> so you watch a lot of Rams football? Uh, I don't get to watch as much as I want to, but I, you know, I watch more of them than anybody else. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not a huge um, NFL guy, to be honest with you. Mostly college. Mostly I mean, college. I'll be going to the to the Rams game uh, week two. So if, I don't know if you want to come back around that time. We can do just a little quick show of a Falcons-Ram preview. <laughs> sure could. Um, <laughs> even for you two, Ryan, as well. We play Cincinnati <laughs> this year. So if you want to be a part yeah, of that one, uh, that yeah. week, that would be good. Hopefully, this is the Falcons Super Bowl round with Mary Goda, Super, Super Mariota. So uh, we don't think it's going to be a Super Bowl round, but we hope it is because <laughs> Mariota's, I mean, he's a, he's a plug-in He's a plug-and-play quarterback. He won't be here too long. But Desmond Ritter is our future. Um, sure. But for Troy Anderson, this rookie report has been special. Um, I know you guys have another show coming up tonight, right? Uh, no. Oh, is it not, no. not tonight? What, you guys don't do shows on the weekend or what happened? Uh, so, no, we, we just were kind of recorded at random. We're going to the – Ryan's going to the, the Big Sky Conference Media Days event where, okay. we, where we pretend to be an actual media member for a, for a day. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. I apologize. I thought you guys. Uh, nah. I thought you had mentioned that um, you guys had a show that was coming up at midnight or around twelve o'clock my time. Not us. Apologize. Nope. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. <laughs> I apologize, but uh, definitely Troy Anderson Ricky Report with uh rnrcatcast.com. Uh, Ryan for Ryan Foley, Ryan Thornburg, Thornburg, correct? Yes, Thornburg. Yep. 
This is that southern accent, man. I apologize. But you know, I <laughs> it's a hard one for me to time, say. Man. It's, it, it's yeah, tough. I'm you know, country but, is cornbread. Man. Yeah, it. man. We some country <laughs> folks down here. But we love our Atlanta Falcons, man. Just like how you guys love Montana State football. Um, as you can That's see right. from the chat, the chat was going crazy. We didn't even get a chance to get through the chat. We have a couple more segments we have to go through here. But uh, definitely, where can we reach you guys? Social media, website? Uh, you can find us on rrcatcast.com. We're on Twitter, rrcatcast. And, you know, I'm at... Celtic Moose 33, and I don't know fully even his check Twitter anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sometimes oh, Celtic oh, Moose. You got it real quick. You got to explain that Celtic Moose. I don't know, man. I'm, I've had it since I was like uh, in like sixth grade. Celtic Moose, and someone on Twitter already had it, so I had to put a 30, 33 behind it. That's <laughs> not much of a story. I don't know. I just thought it sounded cool. I'm not a Celtics fan, so I'm a Suns fan. See, that's the randomness of being in Montana. I'm a Suns fan, an Orioles fan, fan, a Rams fan, and a St. Louis Blues fan. I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Give us an idea of a uh, Montana State uh, like tailgate, like before the game. <sighs> that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, we don't get to go out to too, too many games anymore, but it's, it's a good scene. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot going on in the Montana State tailgate. People show up um, as early as they're allowed to. I think they, they – you can only show up at like f- six hours before the game kicks off or something. It's kind of mm. stupid, but it's it's good. It takes up a couple couple blocks, mm-hmm. leads over to the the parking lot for the basketball arena. It's a good time. Yeah, down here in Atlanta, sometimes fans don't even want to come to the game until about third quarter because the tailgate's still going on outside. Plus, you know, with the Falcons, they might be losing at that time. But that's the second half. Season. That's the second yeah. half. People yeah. like leave to go tailgate at halftime, and then that's. Uh, they don't show up back. Come yeah, back. it's just a thing that here in Atlanta, you know. But once you start winning, fans will start getting back to the seats. But sure. we hope that this season will be a big turnaround. No, we keep it positive here on the Falcons podcast. So we just always want to make sure that um, everybody who watches this show knows that uh, we love the Atlanta Falcons, right? Yeah. And we're always going to be there for them. The show is always going to be here for them. And every player that comes into the Falcons locker room, we're going to cover. So the Troy Anderson Ricky Report was special. I want to thank you guys so much sure. for thank being guys, here. Um, Ryan, you. please, we'll have you back for week two. And Ryan, we'll have you back for that whooping in Cincinnati. I think <laughs> Let's go. Who day? <laughs> week six or week seven. The big rematch between Jamar Chase and AJ Terrell. Whoa. So that's going to be pretty nice, too, as well. We get a chance to see that. Um, but, yeah, man, I want to thank you guys so much, man. Sure. So It's a lot of fun. Uh, we'll definitely be catching up with you guys, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, I appreciate Jack. it. Thanks, buddy. Right. Thanks, guys. All right. That was nice, y'all. That was great. Troy Anderson, Ricky Report, y'all. That was great. Troy Anderson, Ricky Report. Hey, man. You, you don't get that kind of coverage anywhere else. It's, that, that's great. We're getting it from the source here. So, like, that's great. That's, it made my day of you know everything, who's I, next. everything I soaked in. Everything I soaked in. Today. You know who's next? Desmond Ritter. Oh, yes, shit. Desmond Ritter, rookie report on the way. Stay tuned for more details. But tonight, Troy Anderson, rookie report, right? I, I love talking to people who cover or pay it, like watch the, the program of the team of where the kid came from. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? I didn't watch too much Montana State football. I'm tell you the truth. I didn't watch too much. I'm catching the highlights. So hearing them talk about Montana State football is putting me in like their shoes as a fan. You feel what I'm saying? Listening to mm-hmm. them talk about Troy. And for other Falcon fans, y'all in the chat going crazy. I see the comments. I see the comments. Y'all going crazy in the chat. I apologize we couldn't get 
to all the chat uh to all the comments but we wanted to talk about a couple more things before we wrap up the show here but Bodie, that was amazing that was a good little show man it was great man i mean i learned a lot learned a lot tonight and uh i'm even more excited because you know you can't you know intelligence that's that's a lot of thing they said he was smart intelligent mm -hmm. smart intelligent i love intelligent him. menace intelligent and menace. intelligent menace and, and yeah. that's the thing like he's such an adaptable piece like like i didn't uh like he i i read uh, i saw a video it's like okay so he, i guess he came in at running back mm -hmm. and then you know he played quarterback and then he was like oh i think defense would be fun mm -hmm. like you know, like, oh, it'll be fun. And he went to defense. That's what he actually said. Uh, defense, mm -hmm. it looks like fun. And he went played defense and was All-American at that, too, along with being an All-American quarterback. Like, mm -hmm. it's, like, that's just raw talent. And then him getting to the pros, like, and him being such a sponge, he's, he's just, it's just the sky's the limit. I see why the Falcons chose him. I see why it just, ugh, I'm just excited, man. I don't even know how to describe it. We talked about the Falcons defense many times here on the show and mm -hmm. what this 53 could look like. But we, we keep saying it. Troy Anderson is going to be on the field week one. It's now, be a starter. I know Rashad Evans is probably on that list too as well. What's Deion Jones' situation? I know Rashad Evans is probably going to be the, one of the middle linebackers right there starting. Nick yeah. Kowatsky, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be able to do that. But Troy Anderson, I think he'll be able to start right beside Rashard Evans if Dion's not so. going to be there. I think so. the linebackers will be uh, Carter, uh, maybe Rashad, Troy, and uh, Arnold. I think those are our linebackers. Personally. What about but, you know, uh, we'll Abe? What about Ojin, uh, Abe, the, uh, the dude from Notre Dame, the other guy? Oh, Dane? No, the uh, oh, the other guy. Yeah, I, I can't. I, can't I, I have to get. Yeah, you want to butcher some names? Go right ahead. Butcher that, butcher that yeah, name right there. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I butcher that one easily. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, and you can't forget about my uh, Walker. You know, Walker will be in the. Mix. I'm a Kyle Walker so, too as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not. It's not a guarantee that Evans will start. So uh, that's yeah, true. Let me go rewind. I don't want to guarantee the saying that. I, I, I yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, yeah. I think. yeah. See. And that's me too. I I I blanked out on that one. Yeah, uh, Walker's came a while. He's came a long way, and he's uh he's getting better. He's getting better every year. So mm -hmm. he's in the mix. One time for the fan. Every Wednesday, every Sunday, eight p.m. Right here, Facebook, YouTube, Troy Anderson, Ricky Report, rrcatcast.com. Uh, joined us earlier to talk about Troy show. Anderson and just how much impact he could be uh, coming here to the Atlanta Falcons. And when he was selected, Falcons fans said, who? <laughs> Montana State? Christian Harris? What? Nicobe Dean? Yeah, Chad If Moomer. you listen to Ryan, if you listen to Ryan, Ryan and Ryan, that's so cool. That's that's a cool little show they got, Ryan and Ryan. That's super cool. Yeah. And you, you were know? sitting there in the interview called, hey, Ryan, what about this, this, and this? And they're like, uh, which one? <laughs> That was funny. Well, I don't, I, what do you want me to say? Like, Ryan one, Ryan two? No. Ryan F? Ryan you know, he call him, you see, he called him Thorny, and uh, the other one calls him Foley by his last name. Okay. I guess, okay, uh, okay. So that's, yeah. But 
I, I, we had more time. I the next interview, the next interview is gonna be a little bit more easy. It'll be a little bit more easy. You know, this is like you know, we, we do an interview. You like, you know, you want to be in the zone. You got to be. Yeah. You no, know, you got to be ready. Plus, I don't want to call that man thorny because you know I don't know him. You know, yeah, Ryan yeah. Knows just off him. of first meet, you know, I just want to get. You know, it's off. It's off respect. You know, we go out. You know, go to the strip club. Hey man, yeah, what's up? Hey thorny, what's up? You know what I mean? But nah, man. We're eventually gonna start. You know, having more people on the podcast though. That's one thing we gotta yeah. talk about. Um. Season four of One Time for the Fan is going to start real soon. Uh, we're going to kick it off around preseason. We have a lot of people coming up on season four of One Time for the Fan. We have some other podcasters that I've been reaching out to that will be on the uh, One Time for the Fan show. Uh, we got some more Falcon fans going to be on the show. Uh, next week, uh, Family Fun Day, Rise Up Tour. It's free. It's free, y'all. The Family Fun Day Rise Up Tour, um, is gonna have a they having a big ass kickball game too. They got food out there. They're gonna have some music, special guests coming through. You know what I'm saying? So definitely bring the family, bring your friends. Uh, let me go ahead and get this information. I just had it up. Yep, probably be there. I think I'm gonna um, show up next week Saturday, right at the training camp. Absolutely. Can't beat, can't beat it. Hold on, let me see if I get it here. Five zero nine nine, Browns Mill Road, Stonecrest, Georgia. We're gonna put it on the uh, one time for the fan page on Facebook. One time for the fan, family fun day next week Saturday. Y'all pull up this Friday. Training camp. It's going down in a major way, yes, sir. Uh, open to the public. So, of course, one time for the fan will be there. Bodie, mm -hmm. you have a blessing this week. So, if you can't make it, we truly understand. Uh, yeah, once again, man. congratulations to you, sir. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So, between this episode and probably Wednesday's episode, you know, your, 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 your daughter will be here. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's a beautiful blessing, sir. So, once again... Congratulations to you, sir. Yeah, uh, first girl. Your daughter. Yeah. For those that don't know, yeah, I got two boys. She'll be my girl and my last child. Not having any more. It's over with. So don't say more. No, no more. That's it. <laughs> um, it's a good feeling, man. So we don't know if Bodie might be here Wednesday, but the show will continue. One time for the fan because Friday, training camp, y'all. We're going to be there early in the morning. Um, check out the YouTube page so that we can go ahead and check out the shorts. I'm going to post a lot of videos on there. We'll post some reels on there. Um, I don't know, Bodie, if, if if you'll be available Friday night to do a show Friday night after training camp. Because we'll be back again Saturday at mm -hmm. training camp again, too, as well, before we head to the family fun day. Um, and then we got a couple more days uh, next week, right after that, that we'll be doing um, some other quick shows because training camp starts on Friday. We trying to cover as much as possible here on oh, one yeah. time for the fan, right? Because training camp starts Friday. Falcons fans. That means preseason is less than uh, what? 30 days away. Less than a month away is the first game. Less than a month away. Absolutely. Can't wait. And we're going to cover that too as well. News about to get real y'all. It's about to get real here on one about time. For the real. Fans. It's about to get real for the Atlanta Falcons. But tonight's show, um, the Troy Anderson Ricky report when RR Catcast was amazing. And I want to really give a big shout out to Ryan 
and Ryan as well uh, for yeah. taking the time out of their day to come onto the show to give us, you know, their knowledge about Montana State football and about Troy Anderson. Um, yeah. And of course, it, the network now we're going to bring Ryan back for a Rams Falcons, you know, report week two. Hopefully the Falcons are one and know at that time. Um, other Ryan, Mr. Foley, we'll get him on for the Cincinnati Falcons report. So that'll be pretty cool. He, he pulled the Joe Burrow jersey out. The Burrow jersey sitting. It was right there. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> hey, they got a good one. I'll say that. And I can't even go pull a Mariota jersey. I don't even. <laughs> we head to the chat. You know we got to head to the chat. Yeah, man. we, we got to hit the, the chat. chat, man. Tim Riley. Dirty Bird Nation is in the house. So, Dirty Bird Nation. Let me see. What is going on here? Oh. Wait a second now. Hold on now. Somebody disconnected my cord. Oh, man. Somebody disconnected your... the cord, y'all. Hey, I thought you spilled your Tito's. Oh, they're trying to get uh... me. Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> They tried to get me. <laughs> One time for the fan. This is real. This is raw. This keep is uncut, real. folks. Keep it real. Keep it raw, man. We ain't in no idea. studio, folks. <laughs> this is real. Yeah, we back. You but back. um, what else we had to go go over? Uh, yeah, you gonna hit up the chat. You say you gonna hit up the chat. Yeah, we about to hit up in the chat, man. I got so distracted by somebody over here trying to sabotage my setup. <laughs> Where's the dog? Mm-hmm. Uh, going to the chat here. Dirty Bird Nation's in the house. Lisa Shepard. I wish you knew what it was with him. Of course, folks like Cam Jordan using that as an opportunity to troll whatever. I did. Yeah. I snap. did see that. I did see Cam Jordan saying something about Eddie Goldman. Oh, it only took him 13 days? Man, yeah, all right, bro. Ain't nobody worried about no damn Cam Jordan. What I will say is this. With the Eddie Goldman uh, retiring. And Kasu, Nick Williams, Danny Shelton. Uh, there's a couple other people, too, as well. Some veteran nose tackle players that you can bring in here. I was gonna mm-hmm. say Brandon Williams, but he got re-signed from the to the to the Ravens. Yeah. But seeing that they went oh Linville Joseph, another player from the Vikings. Yeah, uh, former player yeah. from the Vikings. He's a free agent mm-hmm. too as well. So seeing how Eddie Goldman um is now retired, I do mm-hmm. think the Falcons will still look to fill that edge rusher or nose tackle position. Um, will it happen this week before camp? Will it happen after camp? Will it happen during the preseason? We will find mm-hmm. out, but they wanted, as you can see with Eddie Goldman, they wanted somebody in that middle. You feel what I'm saying? Next to Grady. And Eddie yeah. Goldman was a decent signing, but then again, the situation happened where he retired. I don't know what happened. I hope he doesn't go sign with another team and all that BS starts. I hope that's that would that would be like a, a stake in the that's heart. That's a slapper. That's a real slapper. But um, but yeah, I mean, my thing is I was talking with um I talked with Jason um about it. Uh, I was like, man, you know what? Uh Eddie Goldman was 28 and he still had years, you know, he could grow with the team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, uh, I think they had a vision when they signed him. Uh, see all the, all those other guys, they're like 33, 34, 35. They're older guys. Um, 
yes, they're veteran presence, and you know, you know, maybe one of them could give a, you know, veteran, you know, be a veteran to the other guys. Uh, even though I think Grady's that veteran now, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I think the signing Goldman was like he was supposed to grow with the team, mm-hmm. and the old, the only guy. I think it's his age is Danny Shelton, who was a former first round draft pick, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And he's 28. You know, I wouldn't mind bringing him in, you know, seeing what he got. I mean, there's talent there, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I think that's what they were going for. Like I said, everybody we signed this offseason can grow with the team. That's true. So Even I think going to that Vincent that's, Taylor and Anthony Rush, they have an opportunity to. Absolutely. Yeah, they're young guys. Yeah, they have an opportunity to grow with the team. And I think that's what they were going for. They're going giving out these one year deals. They want to see who's going to stick, and if you stick, we'll give you more years. Like, so, so real quick, we're getting ready to hit to the hour mark. I had a question for you about the, the Eddie Goldman situation now because yeah. they signed Eddie Goldman. Um, and I know he retired, but when they did go after him and they signed him, did it show that Vincent Taylor and Anthony Rush wasn't ready, or was it more like a competition move? Because you knew when they signed Eddie, Eddie was going to play. So yeah. where did I was that going? Where was that going to leave Vincent Taylor and Anthony Rush now, seeing that Eddie's gone, and they're like. Well, do you want us to compete or are you just gonna go sign another player soon? Like, well, you know. I don't think it looks at it on along the lines of they can't play. Mm-hmm. I think though both of those guys have talent and they both they both can play. I wouldn't mind if we went in and they fought in the training camp and they one of them won the starting position. The Eddie Goldman thing never happened. I would like that. That'd um, be nice. Uh yeah. Um I, I, I wouldn't mind it now. I just mm-hmm. wouldn't. Um both of those guys are talent. I don't think they're looking at it along the lines of they tried to put uh, replace us. You know what I'm saying? They went. They maybe they don't think our talent is it is there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's along the lines of that. I think it was just an opportunity to sign a very talented player mm-hmm. that was still young, and that um you know just you know it just happens that way. That's that's this business. That's mm-hmm. football. You're always yeah. trying to look to improve. I mean, Eddie Goldman is a Pro Bowl player. Mm-hmm. He made the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. okay, and he was on the market, and you, you know you, you don't get too many of those chances, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's it's what that was. I don't think it was a slap in the face. It wasn't a slap in the face with Vincent Taylor mm-hmm. or uh, Anthony Rush, and um, I I I saw when uh, when Anthony Rush was online and he was talking about to that guy, you know, that guy on that podcast. Uh, <laughs> I won't I won't even yeah, say his name because I don't even put him out there like that. It was funny. Um, <laughs> he was saying, "You're not gonna talk about me like I'm trash," and I don't think he trash. But the the joke he made, he implied that he didn't like him. Mm-hmm. I don't care what he said in response. He implied that he didn't like him and his player or, or him as a player. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, uh, you know. But uh, I don't think that's just slapping the face, man. That, he ought to be ashamed of himself for saying that. But yeah. Uh, it's just a comp. I hope uh, it's a comp between uh, Taylor and Rush, and you'll see the better man win. So much space and opportunity for more competition to come in this week. Who knows what's going to happen with the Falcons organization going into Friday. Um, Could be another signing. Could just be seeing the players we know now getting ready for camp. But I thought when they brought in Eddie, he was going to be the person to start next to Grady, but now it's not going to Plus, they had insider information with Eddie. Eddie was a bear. So uh, that had something to do with it. Going back to the chat here before we wrap it up. Falcons fans on that stuff. Jimmy G not coming here. Folks tripping. We don't have 25 million. No, Jimmy G. I mean, we see, no, like I said, we're trying to grow as a team. 
Jimmy G should go somewhere where they're like a quarterback away, and he could be a a, a manager for them. We don't need a manager. We're good. We have one. <laughs> Tim Riley in the Troy Anderson video that I seen in rookie camp, he looks like a beast and could start his rookie season. Absolutely. The Falcons would like I, y'all should like to have a rookie linebacker start. Because I would love it. That would just show the talent. Yeah. That would just show the skill set. Um, Ty Mache, he said he's a day one starter, and this was before the draft. He said whoever gets Troy Anderson, he's going to be a day one starter in this league. You can go look the tape up. He mm-hmm. said that. Uh, and he's an analyst. He analyzes Mel Kiper, all the time. Uh, projected him round one, and you know he went. Yeah, what? late yeah. round one, early round two. Early round two, he yeah. Went early round two. Dave is here. Shout out to Dave in the chat. Shout out, Dave. Shout out, Dave. We love y'all bringing the comments, man. Always keep commenting every time y'all yeah, come in here. Bring the topics. You know what I'm saying? Bring the yeah. questions. I like the questions. <laughs> Brandon Williams knows that for the Ravens. Brandon Williams resigned with the Ravens. He would have been a good fit here for the Falcons too, as well. Um, yeah. but he resigned with the Ravens. <laughs> Tailgate Party Committee is here. Tailgate Party yes. Committee has a uh the Falcon Saints um week one. So remember that, y'all. Tailgate Party Committee has a pretty big tailgate downtown uh for the Falcons and Saints. And plus they have some other events coming up too as well. Um, so check yeah, them out. Yeah. We out here. Going over here to Emmanuel Johnson. Troy is very athletic linebacker with great awareness. You are definitely right about that. Love it. I love it. Saw Troy's interview on Good Morning Football. He seems laid back, but he's ready to play in the NFL. Hoping he has a great rookie season. You see all the love for Troy Anderson? You know what I'm saying? Big kid from a small school. He seems like such a humble cat. And he just like... He just he just out to have fun. Like the, the way he the way I, I watched a couple of his interviews. The dude mm-hmm. is he's smart. Like he's like we keep throwing it out there. He's intelligent. He's smart. He he's that. And he can do anything. He can play everywhere. So Manuel Johnson winner. again. Falcons wanted to get bigger and they did in the offseason. Linebacker are gonna be okay. They did get bigger. Yeah. Rashad Evans, Honor Um uh what's his name? Uh D'Angelo Malone. Malone, you know, they, yeah. they, they they got some players now that's going to be – it makes Dion look like he's the smallest linebacker. Because he probably is now. Yeah. Dion yeah. is the smallest. And it's crazy. The system. He got to fit into the system. It's so. about that system. Yes, sir. Jabri Harper's in the chat. Chase is in the chat. Coy Bishop's up in the chat. Eric Parker's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to everybody, man, supporting one time yeah, for the fans. Yeah, man. We are six subscribers away from 100. So please go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Um, we're trying to get 100 subscribers before a training camp. Um, but yes, upcoming events. We're getting ready to wrap up the show. Wednesday show. Um, we'll be back. Bodie now, because his baby will be born this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Bodie will be here, but uh, hopefully I can go find Boo, man. I think he was still camping. Uh, in he went to Quebec. He went to Quebec last week. I think he's still camping Quebec. Out there. Yeah. Oh man. You guys know if, if you guys know where Boo Man is, uh, send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> he landed. He landed somewhere near Quebec uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no. But yeah, uh, Wednesday show we'll be back. You know, what I'm saying we'll talk some more Falcons football. Get everybody ready for training camp. Uh, we had a great show tonight with R and R Catcast. 
uh, with Ryan Ryan's. Um, they told a lot about Troy Anderson. He's definitely going to be a player who Falcon fans should enjoy this season. Um, his talent on the field, uh, how intelligent he is. Intelligent menace was the words mm. that Ryan Foley used. Intelligent menace. Um, put that on a t-shirt. Put that man. We got so much shit on a t-shirt. Got a this lot season. of t-shirts. Yo. Oh, we got a lot of t-shirts. Um, the cool know. thing about it is, uh, training camp is this week. We might get a chance to speak with Troy Anderson. You know, so hearing this interview tonight, uh, I'm gonna go back and watch it again too, just to be prepared uh, for, for 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 Friday. But mm-hmm. we're gonna have a good time, y'all. And please support one time for the fan. Please subscribe to the channel. Um, training camp this Friday. We'll be there Sunday. We'll have another show. Hell, next week, Saturday, might have another show. Just be prepared for what's getting ready to happen because Friday is go time. Uh, we've been talking yes, about sir. it for weeks now. We are now days away from training camp. Um, well, we're about to crank this thing up a notch. So I appreciate everybody supporting one time for the fan. Uh, shout out to Tim Riley in the chat. Dave, Tailgate Party Committee, Manuel Johnson, Lisa Shepard. Corey Bishop, uh, Chase, Jabri Harper, man. We're having a great time here. Um, Bodie, any shout-outs before we go ahead and wrap it up here tonight on One Time for the Fan? Yeah, man. Shout shout back out to uh, everybody in the chat, man. Uh, Shoot. I just love it. I love uh, the interaction. I just love talking to y'all, man. You got her a little Dirty Bird gear. (laughs) Now you know. Now, oh, you, got know, gear. <laughs> you know I got them onesies and them bibs and yeah, them jerseys. It's, it's lit. It's lit. And if y'all want my Amazon register, y'all hit me up after the show. That's <laughs> anyway, no, I'll, I'll, yeah, if y'all want no, send to. that, though. Send that. Send that to the, <laughs> yeah, uh, to the chat. Uh, man, yeah, shout out to all y'all, man. Shout out to, uh, shout out to you, Jack, man. Shout out to these Falcons. Shout out to R&R Cat Cast, man. They just... They just Spilling the knowledge tonight, like just getting getting the cat excited about the new player, man. Just, just it's it's a great day, man. Just shout out for that intelligent menace we talked about today. Yes, just shout out for the t-shirts. Shout out, to, shout out. To- <laughs> um, we had the Drake London Ricky report with Carlo Jimenez, KXSC mm-hmm. student radio. Then we had the other one with uh, Arnold Evacati with Kyle J. Andrews. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those shows were great. But tonight, R&R CatCast kept it real about Troy Anderson. And now you're Shout looking at the Ricky reports, right? Go back, Falcons fans, if you want to go check the playlist to, to the past two and then check out tonight. And you're looking at this and you're saying, damn, the Falcons did a really good job scouting. You know, you watch, you're listening to people who also covered these players. Not only just Mel Kuyper mm-hmm. and some of these big names that you see on TV, they're people that was actually on the ground sometimes, not the ones who just flew in at the last minute and put the phone in his face. These people that was actually there, Carlo Jimenez attends USC. You know what I'm saying? He covered Drake London for like three years there. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, Kyle going over there and covering Penn State football for all that time that he was there. Um, And then having R&R CatCast tonight, they cover Montana State football. That's, 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 this is what you want to see, Falcons fans. So we're going to bring it to y'all. And next, Desmond Ritter rookie report. Yeah. So stay no tuned. You guys excited Desmond about Ritter. that one? Stay tuned for details on the Desmond Ritter rookie report. We might get the CEO from DoorDash. <laughs> shoot. Tell him to shoot me some uh, credits, DoorDash credits. Uh, <laughs> oh, but. 
we do plan to get these rookie reports out the way before the season starts because we have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. When the preseason games start, we're going to be doing some post-game coverages of that. Uh, Falcons-Lions, Falcons-Jaguars, Falcons-Jets. Um, we're going to do some coverage of that too as well. But once again, we're going to give you some coverage coming up shortly of training camp, so be prepared for that. Um, we'll see you all back Wednesday. Give a shout-out to everybody in the chat. want to give a shout-out to everybody who subscribed to the channel. A big shout-out to R&R CatCast tonight, Ryan and Ryan, oh, uh, for coming on to the show, taking some time out of their day um, to be a part of this. I, I swear I could have sworn they said uh, they had a show that this, you know, they around that time totally got lost on that. But shout out to them, man. They're <laughs> really cool. Uh, we're going to have them back on the show this season. But that's it, y'all. And of course, you know, we got our signature. Um, one time for the Atlanta Falcons. One time for Bodie, 3,000. One time for uh, the little blessing on the way coming Thank up you, this sir. week. So uh, as soon as you end this broadcast right here, it's time to go grab the bag and, you know, get ready. Yeah, get, get some ready. sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One time for everybody in the chat, everybody who shows up and shows love, supports the channel. Yeah. Love um, y'all, man. Love the chat, man. Y'all. Yep. Yep. One time for the fans. That's what it's all about. And uh, we'll see y'all Wednesday. I'm your host, Jack Span. Jack Spade. I'm up out of here, y'all. Peace. Fresh braids. Anybody seen this? Ooh. <laughs> God, not Des Kaminsky. It's been a long time. Not Des Kaminsky. Ooh. No. One time for the fan. We'll see y'all Wednesday, man. We up out of here. Not Des Mateo, Mateo's brother. No. <laughs>